but you're going to call me when you're 30 or 40 because you're going to be frustrated. Because you're going to be creatively frustrated and like, James, I followed the rules. I did everything correctly. I went to a creative school. I got a creative job. Why do I drive home every night crying? And I'm like, because you're really frustrated because you know there's so much more inside of you and you're not sharing it. You're not giving of that gift. You're not giving. There's no you in your work. You're not giving of yourself. And that's where the beauty is. That's where the power is. That's where your voice is. You know, I, 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 so many people are like, come to me and they're like, James, you know, they'll start talking about my job and then they'll tell me these hideous stories. I'm like, I don't think that's your job. I think you're in somebody else's seat. You sound like you belong elsewhere. I've got a, I've got a protege who's worked his way up through the ranks at a different corporations. And now he's at Amazon and he's kicking ass. And he came to me after he got a, after he got a, um, um, a really nice job and a really nice raise. And he said, he's like, he says, yeah, but it's, I'm like, I'm like, Jim, tell me, well, you know, what is it? He's like, yeah, it's kind of like, I said, okay, tell, tell me, read me your job description. And he reads his job description. And I'm like, does that sound like you? He's like, no. I said, well, what do you want to do? And he tells me, and I said, well, you should probably go do that. So he stays at Amazon, but all of a sudden he's like, He's like the cheerleader. He's like, he's like on his own printing t-shirts and handing them out. And then all of a sudden the uppity ups are like, we're going to get t-shirts printed for everybody. All of a sudden he gets a better job with more access, with more people because he's putting himself into his work. He didn't get fired. He got loved. You know, we want to be seen. We want to be heard and we want to be loved. And if you're not that, I don't care how much you're paid. It ain't going to feel the same. What is up, y'all? A little wisdom of nugget from my dear friend, James Victoria. That's what you just heard. And if you are not familiar with James' work, well, welcome to the show. He's been on before. Um, I, I'm trying to remember. I, I think I met James via my dear friend, Debbie Millman. And James, if again, you're just you're tuning in here and you're, you haven't heard of him, he is, uh, I would say he would couch his primary work as a designer but he's really a creative badass. Um, he is in a number of museums, including the MoMA in New York for his work on design, but he's really evolved into a powerful teacher of creative process, specifically creative thinking. And this has nothing to do with design specifically and everything to do with becoming more creative through whatever um, mode of operating you are in, whether you are in business, in science, in uh, something like dance or uh, any mode of art, the ability to be creative on demand is a trained skill. Uh, and one of the things that James specializes in is getting you to understand that the gifts that you already have, you possess right this minute, those gifts are actually the ones that will unlock the next chapter of your, I would say, life. James would talk about life, career, um, the lens that you have on your own creative output. And specifically, he's got a phrase that I love and I have used uh, extensively trying to cite James whatever possible. The thing that made you weird as a kid is what will make you great today at whatever you do. So James's work uh, involves going inside, going back, going internal and listening, truly finding a way to listen to what you really want, which is 
Hey, it's more than an art. It's more than a skill. It is, um, what is that called? Alchemy, which is why James is the best teacher on this stuff. Uh, we cover a handful of his previous work books. Uh, he's got a great book called Feck Perfection and a new class that he teaches called Born Creative, which is, and at the end of the show, he uh, gives us a coupon to save 50 bucks off an already reasonably priced class that I highly recommend. So uh, signing off for this particular show, you're going to dive in yours truly now and James Victorian conversation. James Victoria is on the show. Nice to have you, my friend. Good to see your face. You look great. I'm excited to chat with you. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm looking forward to this chat. Um, where are you right now? You look like you're in damn, what does it say behind you? Damn, uh, damn much. This is uh, the bottom part of, uh, I'm doing these new, um, uh, I call them flags. They're unprimed canvas with, with grommets on top, four uh, feet by five foot. And this one says, uh, this one says, Shannon, I love you so damn much. <laughs> so uh, they're just hand painted lettering, uh, on, on canvas. They're pretty, pretty I love cool. it. And here we are for the people who are listening. They're like, why are you describing things I can't see? This is, you're breaking up, <laughs> but actually speaking of rules, one of the reasons I want to have you on the show, one of the many reasons um, I consider you a friend, a colleague, uh, one of the top designers in the world. You've taught some amazing courses all over the world, including on Creative Live. Uh, we are going to talk about a new one you've got uh, in today's show, uh, but you are a rule breaker. I know a funny story about you, uh, how all of your students, when you were teaching it at um, SVA, um, is that right? SVA? Yeah. And all of your students, when they would be taking design classes from James Victoria, they would say, uh, James, why do, why do you say the opposite of everything mm-hmm. that all of our other design teachers say? And to that, I do not know your response. I just know that this is something that was known about you when you were a teacher there, that you were, I don't know, the rebel rouser or on the back of your book here that I've got, Hellraiser. So where where does this come from? Is this uh, a piece of your personality or is this just inherent in your design language and therefore it translates into James in the real world? I know you as as such as well, but is this part of your brand? Is this an act? Is this... What, what, what hell raising part of you, what was the value in hell raising? <laughs> no, I think, uh, I think it's a, I think it's an offshoot of growing up the way I did, um, being reared on a, on a military base, uh, by a very strict, uh, you know, uh, military, uh, you know, parents. Um, and I think, you know, when I was a kid, I used to draw on it, I draw on everything, um, get in trouble for drawing on my books and whatnot, but I used to draw on my jeans and. And one of the things I remember drawing, you know, with a little blue big pen, drawing on my jeans was the, um, a phrase that we used a lot, which was question authority. <laughs> so the two things I learned from the military is good posture and question authority. So I think, uh, you know, I think that thing carry, carried through when I became a graphic designer and when I started learning all the rules and all the rules seemed a little... Seemed a little cookie cutter, seemed a little not for me, seemed a little non-creative. Mm. It seemed like people were being shepherded down this. And it's funny because when I teach now, I find, Chase, I find that I teaching, I'm getting people to unlearn a lot. So because they, they're like, they're like, but James in the real world, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. What, whose freaking real world are you talking about? 
right? My students at SVA would say, hey, but James, you know, I'd, I'd show them how to do this. Or I'd show them how to talk to people. I'd teach them how to like talk to their boss or fire clients or whatever. And they're like, but, you know, in the real world, and I'd say, wait, hold on. How many jobs have you had? How many bosses have you had? How many, how many years? And they're like, none. I'm like, so you're prognosticating your own future and it sucks. So why don't we start training ourselves a little better? Why don't we start, why don't we start imagining our future? And it's beautiful. And we don't have hairy, sweaty bosses hanging over us to tell us to make it bigger or you know, like, why don't we imagine ourselves in charge? Why don't we imagine ourselves as creative leaders instead of like, you know, sheep? So, yeah. So I think that's maybe where the, <laughs> the, the, it's not that I'm a rule breaker. I follow the rules. Um, uh, it's just, they're, you know, there's a bunch Until of things that are kind of dumb. <laughs> Until you don't. Until you don't. Until you don't. You know, I've, I found out that most every world, you know, the only rule you really have to follow is, 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 you know, the one about gravity. Um, but basically every rule is pretty freaking flexible, especially when it comes to how creativity is supposed to, or how business is supposed to be done. Right. I mean, you know, you know, when it comes yeah, to business, you know, uh, we're the rule makers. It's fascinating to me that I'm, I'm going to posit something and then I want to get your reaction. So it's fascinating to me that we are taught as kids you know, to, um, you know, follow the script and here's a script, you know, it may be some variation of, you know, you go to this school and you get these grades. And if you get these grades and go to the school, then you go to the next thing. And that thing will, you will have a certain sort of parameters with which you should act and behave. And, you know, and, and if then those things, then this next thing, there's this right. a reasonable prescription. And yet the people that I would say by and large, our culture celebrates are people who have demonstrably done the opposite. Yeah. They are the folks who, you know, didn't go to college and yet invented freaking space time or are going to, you know, take us to Mars or going to, you know, help us um, identify the cure to cancer or whatever the thing. And, and there is a radically different um, path for those people than what we are prescribed and yet our culture simultaneously and by culture, I mean, our parents, career counselors, people who have our interests at heart, but actually are giving us terrible advice. They like these people, but they want us to do something entirely different than those people did to get to where they are. Yeah. Why and, is that? And isn't it interesting that as adults, you and I, we celebrate those rebel rousers, those hell raisers, those, but when it comes to children, we're like, oh, no, no, still, no, please stop. Oh, there, you know, there are rules here. Don't do this in a restaurant and don't do this with your food and don't, you know, it, it's crazy. The, uh, the, the mixed signals, um, um, you know, my children are like all children are wildly creative and it's my job to not train that out of them. And it's really difficult. It's mm. really difficult because they are one is five and one is seven. They're my they're my they're my they're my 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 angels. They are um, they've trained me the last two years. I've learned the the phrase that we all need to learn as adults because we lost it. The phrase that comes up again and again and again and again. And for me, I got two of them. And it's just like constant, uh, 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 right? And it is. 
it is the primal creative drive that we all have. And it goes like this. Hey, daddy, look at me. Look what I can do. And we as adults can't do that. We can't do that. It's so hard for us to show our work. It's so hard for us to like, you know, people come to me and they're like, hey, would you take a look at my work and tell me what you think? And I'm like, I'm a terrible judge of my own work. I'm not going to judge your work. What's important about your, your work is how it makes you feel. What's important about your work is, 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 is how good you are at getting it out the door. Don't go around asking people to judge your work. You know, don't judge it at all. Just make it. And I've learned this. If you make crappy work, keep going because it's going to get good. So, um, yes, it's so easy to get shut down early. You know, and to kind of get shepherded into that path. And that's where all the unlearning has to happen. That's where all the kind of like uh, um, getting people to question that and getting people to go back to that innate childhood drive of being able to say, you know, to allow themselves to say, hey, look at me. Look what I can do. uh, This is fascinating on lots of different angles for me. And I'll tell you the, the the primal one that I'm working with right now is that I have usually I have different words for the year. My word for 2023, here we are in January talking about this. My word is unlearned. Ah. My word for 23 is unlearned. We're sitting around on New Year's Eve and everyone's saying their word. And I, I literally say unlearn. I've got to unlearn. And the thing that made me say it was the recognition through just bashing my skull against the concrete for decades is the awareness that the thing that got you to where you are is not going to be the thing that gets you to where you want to go. You have to continually revise, adapt, and as I would say, unlearn. Because what made me able to succeed in the last chapter is not going to give me, it's going to, part of it's going to be valuable, but I have to unlearn a lot of the patterns and these grooves that we get ourselves into, which, you know, as I was preparing for our conversation today, and I I went back and referenced, I'm holding up this book now, for those of you who are audio listeners, this book is called Feck Perfection. It's James's Dangerous Ideas on the Business of Life, which is an amazing book. Um, We've talked about it. I've shared a lot on my social feeds when it first came out. Um, But I I was reviewing it in advance of our conversation today, and there's so much in it about about unlearning, about not about breaking habits that culture mm. gets us into, and I want to I want to put a pin in all this and go back to your um, earliest experiences with your work when you did something that you were supposed to, that you were not supposed to do, <clears throat> and you were able to to create success from that thing instead of the shit that you were told to do and how that didn't work out or how your work would somehow not stand out because it looked just like everybody else's. I want to go back to an early, early memory for you of that. Awesome. This is my favorite freaking question. So, and it's, and this is a new idea for me. So I have in the last couple of years recollected my very first memory. Mm-hmm. My very first, as in for, not not first grade, but just first memory period. Ah, 
it's it could be my first memory because um, because of we were in the military, so we moved around a lot, and it was um, um, on a hot concrete porch outside of military housing. So it was uh, it was when we were in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. So I was four, um, <clears throat> and I've questioned this memory. I'm like, what? Really? Is that mine? Did I make this up? Am I just and the memory, the visual memory is of a pool of melted crayons. Mm. Just this melange of color. And I, and I, I carried that for um, a year, six months or something. And then I'm on the phone with my mom. And I said, hey, mom, I got this memory. I think it was in Albuquerque. I got this memory of a pool of melted crayons. And she's like, oh, I remember that. Wow. But listen to this. So I remember it because it was beautiful. It was, it was Cy Twombly. It was Motherwell. It was, it was this schmutch. It was that what my work visually aspires to today without cleaning it up, without computers, without, you know, I want that authenticity and that immediacy and that color. But in the conversation with my mom, I failed. <laughs> I failed to ask her how she remembered it. Because that I think I took in as well. Because the memory did not go, oh yeah, Jimmy, isn't that delightful? The memory probably was, this isn't our Porsche. Who's gonna clean that up? Right? Yes. Which I think, being who I am, I think I took that, I looked at that visual, I got that response, which I could have taken on as trauma, right? Um, and said, ooh, that beautiful thing is dangerous. And I like it. It elicits a strong response. <laughs> In, in the adults in authority. That, and that does start to piece in this authority. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and, bit, and, yeah, and something that I've that I'm been doing a lot of reading on, a lot of studying, which is, you know, which is um, uh, trauma and how it affects us, the blocks. Where, sure. does, where does perfection come from? Where does uh, uh, procrastination come from? Where, you know, all these things, um, especially for creatives, because we've got a lot of them, right? A lot of blocks. Indeed, indeed. So this... There are obviously a half a dozen aspects to the this crayon story, and what I originally asked was sort of what was your early, what are early memories about sort of reacting to the world and how you're supposed to be versus how you are, mm -hmm. and now I want to fast forward to you as a teacher because this there's no doubt to me that the the intellectual part of my brain says. Obviously, that is a valuable thing. But then how do you actually teach that? Because to me, even your awareness, probably through managing your own, as you said, you know, whether that was trauma or you manifest as trauma or that you're doing a lot of reading about it, there's still a, a bunch of guidance on how we ought to be in the world. Yeah. And yet you as a teacher, and we know the value as a creator is to think differently, to think more, you know, truly what comes from you the the pile of stardust that you are mm -hmm. how do you how do you teach that yeah 
Um, so I I had mentioned earlier I've got the, a new uh, creative partner um, um, Shannon Rebecca and um, it's been a huge influence on me before meeting her. Um, my website was jamesvictoria.com. My website was me, 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 look at me. Hey, look at me. Hey, if you see my work, hey, look at this, look at this, look at I made this, right? It's me. Um, and now, even if you type in jamesvictoria.com, it will take you to the new site. There's a new, a whole new thing, and it's called Your Work is a Gift. Because that's what we're teaching. And it's based on it's based on ideas from from Feck Perfection. And actually, one of the seminal ideas from Feck is that um, the things that made you weird as a kid make you great today. If you can access them and allow them, if you can, as you say, unlearn, unlearn all the rules that are stopping you from being that person. And if you can put it in your work, that's how we teach it. What we teach it is to get people to understand the, the, the core of who they are and what they're not using in their work. I was at a, <coughs> excuse me a second, I was on um, um, a lecture stage. I was on a stage once a couple of years ago, pre, just pre-COVID, and I was talking about this idea, and, and, I, and, I, and I made some comment. I, said, I basically said, listen, if you're picking colors and typography, you are leaving so much on the table. Right, you're leaving so much out of it. And this other designer, one of the other speakers, stood up and he was like, "You're telling me that?" And he was one of these people who like was so in love with typography and the space between letters and the space between words and the the, the anal retentive and the rules. And I'm telling people, listen, the rules are great and that stuff's great, but it's only going to get you so far because there's no audacity there. There's none of you in that, especially if you're just following those rules and going to all the all the all the pull downs and you know InDesign and Photoshop and whatnot. There's no you in there. If I can get people, and I've done it, I see it. I man, I chase. I the the response I get. You know, I got. Uh, uh, a message from um, uh, a former student this morning that was just like, over. she's like, I need more James Victoria <laughs> like, weekly, daily, start asking me to start a podcast, you know, five minutes a day, anything, just, you know, um, <clears throat> I see the change when you turn people on to themselves, yeah. to, their, to their innate power, to what they were born with. They don't have to invent anything. They don't have to make shit up. All they have to do is, go, is sit down and go, what do I have to say? What do I think on this? Right? Well, this is, this is I, I mean, at the risk of um, having this be too much of uh, a spoiler, the goal is not to have this show today be a class. And yet, I do want to get, you know, I know you've got a class that you, that I'm excited to hear a little bit more that we would love to share with those listeners today but if if we could actually walk away today with something in our backpack of what we learned from this show it would be how to do the thing that you just said how do you put more of you into your work i think that, that a lot of people have probably hit their blocks because they are doing all the stuff that everybody else said and the missing piece to your point which is you you recognize this you recognize it in yourself and you recognize it in your students and you're trying to teach it but 
let's fir- like let's first how does one do that because my my instincts tell me that it's what is it simple but not easy yes totally completely completely because completely because there <clears throat> there is no formula for it. it's going to be yours it's going to be your way and it's funny because um, uh, a lot of people, uh, I become like the answer guy. So people write me and they're like, Hey James, I just quit my, I watched a video of yours and I've quit my job. And I'm like, well, no, 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 don't <laughs> you didn't even talk to me first. No, wait. <laughs> but literally people like watch a video or something and they'll like, you know, make these moves. And then they come to me and they say, okay, how do I, how do I do this? What's the next step? How do I, how do I ask for more money? How do I tell my boss this? How do I, you know, how do I move forward now that I'm, you know, a solopreneur or I I call them solopreneurs, Um, you know, how do I move forward? And I, my, my answer goes like this. It's like, well, you are, you're creative, right? So I would suggest you do it um, creatively, (laughs) right? Really start to force people to, to start to pull from that pull from that place. You know, there is no, there is no here's step one, here's step two. It's an all an individual thing. You know, um, how do I find my voice is a big kind of overarching question. How do I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what I have to say again. You know, what do I have to say? That's a big thing, right? We covered that in this class a lot. How do I access that? Um, so a lot of it is asking people to kind of like think about the things that made them weird as a kid. To, um, do this exercise. What made you weird as a kid, James? And how did that come out in your creative work? Oh, what made me weird as a kid is I wanted to be uh, I wanted to be a stand up comedian. I wanted to be a, a writer. Um, I wanted to be a um, 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 a musician, but that never happened yet. <laughs> yet uh, I wanted to be a daredevil, <clears throat> and to so, a certain degree, I got them all. I mean, professionally, I'm kind of a stand-up comedian writer. People think when I'm teaching and when I'm doing this stuff, people are like, you're really funny. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. Am I? Great. I'm glad you think so. You know, I got a kick out of it. Um, and I'm just trying to be me. I'm just trying to, like, use those tools. Even when I'm doing this, yes. even when I'm just using lettering, I'm just trying to relax into, I'm not trying to follow some format. I'm not trying to make it look like anything particular. I get called out on it being illegible a lot. And I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. And, and so what? <laughs> and, and, you know, blam. <laughs> but, but isn't that, but isn't that, uh, anti, anti, um, business, anti-corporate. Yeah, sure. Sure. So how do you reconcile that with the, with the most, yeah, go ahead. Keep going. But, but yes, if you learn the rules and if you read all the books, like the designers who have all those books, um, you can get a job and you might get really good at all that stuff. And you can probably have a, a career, right. And work your way up to art director, creative director, whatever, you know, whatever it is. Um, but you're going to call me when you're 30 or 40, because you're going to be frustrated. Mm. Because you're going to be creatively frustrated and like, James, I followed the rules. I did everything correctly. I went to a creative school. I got a creative job. Why do I drive home every night crying? 
I'm like, because you're really frustrated because you know there's so much more inside of you and you're not sharing it. You're not giving of that gift. You're not giving. There's no you in your work. You're not giving of yourself. And that's where the beauty is. That's where the power is. That's where your voice is. So to get people to turn into, to look inside and, and, and see that, you know, and, and we do it all the time. You leave a meeting and you're like, and you're frustrated, say, and you're like, you know what I should have said? And like, no, 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 go back, <laughs> go back, but I'll get fired. No, 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 no. That's not your job anymore. You're in the wrong fucking place. Sorry. You know, I don't want people to, to, to learn how to like put knee pads on so they can, so they can maintain their job. Right. You know, I, 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 so many people are like, come to me and they're like, James, you know, they'll start talking about my job and then they'll tell me these hideous stories. I'm like, I don't think that's your job. I think you're in somebody else's seat. You sound like you belong elsewhere. I've got a, I've got a protege who's worked his way up through the ranks at a different corporations. And now he's at Amazon and he's kicking ass. And he came to me after he got a, after he got a, um, um, a really nice job and a really nice raise. And he said, he's like, he says, yeah, but it's, I'm like, I'm like, Jim, tell me, well, you know, what is it? He's like, yeah, it's kind of like, I said, okay, tell, tell me, read me your job description. And he reads his job description. And I'm like, does that sound like you? He's like, no. I said, what do you want to do? And he tells me, and I said, well, you should probably go do that. So he stays at Amazon, but all of a sudden he's like, He's like the cheerleader. He's like, he's like on his own printing t-shirts and handing them out. And then all of a sudden the uppity ups are like, we're going to get t-shirts printed for everybody. All of a sudden he gets a better job with more access, with more people because he's putting himself into his work. He didn't get fired. He got loved. You know, we want to be seen. We want to be heard and we want to be loved. And if you're not that, I don't care how much you're paid. It ain't going to feel the same. You know, there are ways to there are ways to be seen and heard and loved at a job. And there are ways to be seen and heard and loved when you're working for yourself. When you're working for yourself, it's really hard because, like, you, you know, you have to keep putting it out to the world. You know, consistency, consistency, consistency. You know, at a job, it starts with smiling. At a job, it starts with it starts with really listening to everybody. You know, like, oh, those people at HR. No, no, you've just ruined the relationship because they're not. HR, they have names. Go figure out their names. They want things. Figure out what they want. <laughs> be kind. Listen. Be a good person. That was another thing that came up from a from a from a protege who is kicking ass. Uh, he runs a design department at University of Akron. Amazing guy. He came to um, he came to a, a workshop of mine, and he wanted to become a better um, um, a better design instructor, better teacher. And we put him through his paces and he left and he wrote me after and he said, he said, I realized I came to you because I wanted to become a better teacher, a better um, creator. He says, and I realized I had to become a better person first. Mm. So what he started doing was he was teaching, he was, he was the enemy to me. He was teaching graphic design from the book. And I'm like, David, throw out the book, teach from your heart. Teach from your heart. Teach what you know. Teach what you love. 
And now all of a sudden his, you know, his, 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 his students are, you know, are, are, are blooming like, you know, big ass roses. They're doing, they're, 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 um, they're getting their name in the newspaper. They're doing projects for um, um, the school and for the, the the society they work for. They're just making shit up, and people are going, oh, "Yeah, okay, we'll do. Yes, we'll do that. We'll do more." You know, so it's it's this it's this it's this wonderful effect that when you start infusing your yourself, your 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 your, your love into your work, it takes on this chain reaction, and people see that. And people recognize that. And they recognize the authenticity. And they're like, um, I'll have some of that, please. It's like the checkout woman who, like, you know, who made my day. I'm like, oh, thank you. God damn. <laughs> you can smell it. Yeah. You know that? You can, you can smell it. <laughs> it's a vibe. You know, it's a vibe, man. You know vibes. Yes. So this, this gets me to a very foundational question, which if you could prescribe it, I don't think anybody says, I want less of me in my work. No. I don't think they say that. I want to hide. The, yeah, but the gap between saying, I want more of me in my work and the actual doing of it is a very scary thing for most people. Sure. So, sure. so the question for you, dear James, is how do we play through the fear of showing up as we really are in our work. That's what people are scared shitless of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, the, the fear thing is fear is kind of amazing. Cause it's, it's basically fear is just, um, understanding there's an unknown. Right. And once you know it, then it's no longer fear, but, um, um, you know, the way to move through it is baby steps. Just, just, you know, start by, start by smiling. Start by opening up, start by, start by getting to know the people you're working with, you know, the client or the, or the, um, 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 the, the, the office environment, start telling people, start telling people what you want to do. You know, your excitement breeds excitement in others. Um, you know, just open up and what happens is we, we, we keep it so tight and so closed. You know, we, we do to a certain degree, and I see it in people's work. I see hiding. I see when people hide behind their work, when they're afraid to express who they are in it. Um, I mean, that's easy for me to see. You know, you said the smell. Um, but if we would just kind of open up and, 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 and trust ourselves and trust our audience, trust the people that we're, that we're in, you know, that we're, that we meet daily, that they're going to be there for us, you know, sit down and sit down and, you know, um, have a really great conversation with the boss that you never talked to and say, you know, here's what I want. And then you'll find out if you're in the right place or the right or wrong place, you know, you'll find out if you're dealing with a creative person or not. You know, I often, I often hear from people who run companies and they say, hey, James, how do I get better work out of my creatives? And I say, don't. You can't. Well, you get them segues, allow them to bring their dog in on Friday. Uh, uh, uh. Um, <laughs> sorry. Sorry for you guys who are doing that. It's probably cool. It's on Tuesdays, groovy, right? Um, 
Um, but are you as the boss, are you allowing them to be creative? Are you inviting that? Or do they have a secret knowledge that this isn't really the place for that? You know? Why is, why is authenticity so seductive? Why is being, you know, that weird kid, that thing that made you weird as a kid, and why is doing that an adult, as an adult when we see other people do it, there's at first a little bit of distrust and there's, then there's this, if I'm kind of replaying my experience of experiencing it and my experience of watching it as a leader, there's this like, it, at first it's like, oh my God, here's, oh God, oh God, they're going there. And then you're like, fuck, that was cool. Yeah. Well, why it is. is it seductive? Why? It's a risk, right? It is. It is. It so, is. Okay. It's, 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 that's what's seductive about it is that we're watching people take risks before our eyes. and. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and you, you know, it. there's, it's a, there's, a, there's always the, you know, there's the fine line, right? There's a fine line between what Jim Carrey does and being an idiot, right? There's a very fine line between being a superstar athlete and, you know, being a fool out there. Um, um, and risk is a lot of it. Um, um, but we love witnessing it in others. You yeah. pay good money to witness it in others. Um, um, but often we don't, you know, we often, we, we, we generally don't allow it in ourselves because we, it's, you know, based on that, the fear of getting shut down. You know, I know when I, when I was a kid and I like any, any story that begins when I was a kid, I love that. I love that's the best opening line besides, you know, um, um, once upon a time or the way Star Wars starts actually. Um, but, um. I was called creative as a kid and I knew it wasn't a compliment, right? So for me now to, to be creative, even if I go and, you know, hang out at the, the, you know, there's a local restaurant where I, you know, know all the people and, you know, hang, used to hang out there more, but I would, would hang out and uh, sit at the bar and somebody would introduce me and they're like, oh, this is James and he's really creative. And I would hate that. Still, I hate that. I'm like, oh yeah, I guess I'm, yeah, I'm kind of creative. Because <laughs> it's you know it feels like a target. Ah, uh -huh. it feels more. like a target, and I'm like, and they're like, and if I said, you know, if they said, uh, uh, oh, you, you're a creative guy. I mean, my only answer is would be like, um, yeah, I'm kind of a big deal, <laughs> right? Going the opposite way. Yeah, I'm kind of in uh, most museums around the world, and you know that's cool. People like my work. How are you? <laughs> um, and I, so I'm still trying to figure out how to deal with these things, you know, how to, how to, how to just, how to just um, allow myself to be creative, allow myself to be really good at something. Um, 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 but it just, you know, it just takes, it takes baby steps. It just takes practice. Most everything just takes practice. And the thing about allowing it and just being creative um, or, or, or being that weird kid, um, um, you practice anything and you get good at it, you know, and we've practiced being other people for a long time that, that we've forgotten parts of ourselves. Um, but when I, you know, when I get to, when I get the opportunity to work with people, you know, I can really kind of see inside them. I can see the wildflowers growing inside them. And I'm like, 
okay, look, here's all the things that you're focusing on. You're focusing on your, you know, you, 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 you say that you're, you know, you're on the autism level and you tell yourself that you're afraid of these things. And, but I see these beautiful flowers. These, this is what you need to be focusing on. Stop telling yourself you can't do this thing or stop telling yourself you're not good at math or stop telling yourself, you know, I'm, I, I don't go to parties. I'm not good at that. Wait, who doesn't like farting? That's crazy. How long have you been telling yourself that? You know, we, 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 we build these, these, these personas up, these masks, um, but they're not us. And the, and the yeah. us and the us is, is fucking fantastic. And, and, and we're, we're still kind of afraid of it. I know because I'm still kind of afraid of it, afraid of my own power. Let's talk about personal power. One of the things that I recognize in uh, greatness, when you see greatness, you witness it, whether you know, on any sort of field of play, whether that's a chessboard or a, um, an art class or in building a business you see or in a sports analogy you 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 witness greatness yeah and what you see if you really strip away just the whatever the specific thing is is there's this person who has it's seemingly they are united with the thing they are there's no gap between them and the thing they are doing it is them like and the raw and you can say this with uh, you know Michael Jordan at basketball or Roxanne Gay reciting a poem or you know any n number of things you when you witness greatness. Mm -hmm. So as someone who coaches this and you talk about it being an in, it's, it's like an inside thing. Is it just a repetition of doing that thing on a small basis over and over again? Is there some secret hack? Because I don't know anyone who's saying to themselves right now, I don't want to, I don't want to be great. Yeah. They're saying they want to be great. And you said that the path to that is sort of inward. So how, like, what is the, what is the mechanism through doing it? You said practice earlier. Mm -hmm. How do we practice? Yeah. It's funny. Cause when, uh, when I was teaching SBA, there would always inevitably each semester, there'd be one or two students who, um, I see them, you know, I see how they act and react with other students as they're coming in, as they're going up. I see how they are in the, in the crit, you know, <clears throat> and then I see their work that they put up and inevitably there'd be like one or two a semester where I'd have to take them aside and I'd say, Hey, I see you. I see how everybody reacts to you. You're kind of a leader <coughs> here. They respect you. And I see you and I, you know, I think you're funny and you're smart and you're charming. See the work on the wall, yours, it is neither funny nor smart nor charming. So we've got to start kind of aligning those things. Whoever this is, you know, I'm, you know, shit, Chase, I wish I had someone when I was, you know, 19, take me aside and tell me, you know, that I was funny and smart. Somebody I respected, somebody, you know, tell me that. Life-changing, right? Yeah. Um, but to get them to understand that that's the thing, that's the difference, is they're not in their work. 
I mean, you know, we, 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 we can see it in other people. Again, just the, the, the checkout lady at the art store who just make, makes my morning just by being herself and being full of life, full of, you know, I'm in Texas, so it's probably full of Jesus, you know, but it doesn't matter because it's just energy and it's a vibe and she's sharing it. And I know I'm really good at my job when I do that. Or I'm really good as a, as a human being when I'm standing in the line at the bank when I can do that and not just stand there grumbling, right? I can understand that everybody here is in a hurry. Everybody here has got their own shit going on. Why don't I kind of relax and smile and see if I can kind of just, you know, change the atmosphere with my own energy, with my own vibe. Not even talking about being a graphic designer, putting that aspect into it. So, so the, you know, the hack, the hard work is first understanding that, you know, the things that made you weird as a kid make you great today, that you are already quality. You're already worthy. There's no, there's no hoops to jump through. There's, you know, uh, um, we need to start telling ourselves these things, telling ourselves that we're quality, telling ourselves that, um, you know, I know you have a morning ritual, you know, having a morning ritual where like, we're like, this is, you know, this is going to be a great day. I'm going to write down, you know, write down your intentions about, um, you know, Shannon and I have intentions all over this place, you know, what, um, um, you know, prognosticating great, great futures for ourselves, telling ourselves that, 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 we're quality and we're worthy and we can help people and we can change lives if we, if, if, if we can allow ourselves that and put our demons at bay and, and ignore our own fears and our blocks. Um, if we can just relax and be ourselves, if we can, allow, in- we can allow ourselves to be seen. And to be this is this is but what you're saying, and I I gotta emphasize it because it's not make yourself do something, it's allow. Allow is huge. It's allow. Yeah. So, it, I, but specifically, I mean, I, I want to get to the the class that you are that you have created because again, as someone who's well acquainted with your book, I'm holding it up for people who are listening right now. It's called Feck Perfection. Also. You know, when I, um, I know you as a designer who's in museums, uh, and yet I also remember you, you, you've taught some very successful classes at Creative Live. And yet when I pick up your book, your, you know, your book is, it's basically lessons and it ends in things like about, you know, make your life easier, kill your phone, save your soul. It ends in these, 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 um, very simple uh, statements have focus, focus on your gifts and your talents, kill the critic and get back to work. The, I'm just reading the last line in a couple of these chapters here. <laughs> no one knows which gear to be. And I suggest trying them all. Yeah. So th- there's, it seems like it's, um, highlighting what's possible. And what I know about your new class is that you're actually teaching this process now. Mm-hmm. Of, how, of how to go inside this process of yeah. making, you know, that, that your work, that you are a gift and how do you put that into mm-hmm. your work? So I'm wondering if you can 
tell us a little bit specifically about the class because you know if you've if you are like me or any creator who listens to the show if i ask if you could put more of yourself in your work and that could be your best work would you want to do that nobody says no everybody says yeah. yes and that it's simple but not easy and yeah. so you're teaching this process now yeah which makes me want to go to go to austin to sit with you but you you put it in a class that people can buy so how, a tell us about this thing i know you you it's a it's available for purchase and give us a couple highlights mm -hmm. um <clears throat> the reason to put this class together was basically built on the class that i taught for 20 years at um the school of visual arts um and that was for teaching you know 19 20 year olds now as an adult I look around and I see the, the level of um, creative frustration in professionals um, by, the, the, by the amount of um, messages and emails and things that I get. Like, hey, James, how do I do this? How, you know, help me get through this. How do, I, how, do I, how do I access my voice? How do I do this? How do I do that? Um, so I want to help adults, professionals, um, with that level of creative frustration. And a lot of the frustration comes because, again, they're not allowing themselves. They keep asking themselves, you know, um, you know, what do I have to say? What do I have to say? So with this class, you know, the one, the, the, it's called Born Creative, which the first line in fact function says that we're all born wildly creative. We are. We're all born, you said stardust. We're all born and we have, we have, um, energy and we have potential and we want to be seen and heard and loved and um, then we're given parents <laughs> then we're given school and rank and file and then we're given rules you know um, and uh, it tends to shut us down it tends to not nurture that um, hey look at me look what I can do you know and in some countries you can't I mean you just culturally can't say that that is looked down upon right hey look at me look what i can do hey i'm pretty good at this right um so i wanted to help people with the creative frustration and i also you know since the 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 push behind the website and all the work we're doing is that your work is a gift i want to help people get paid to do what they love and it's not impossible it's not that difficult it's a mind shift it's a perspective shift. Um, and most people are like, but I've got a job that I, you know, that I hate. Um, how do I, how do I get paid to do what I love? And most of them have side gigs or most of them have something they're doing within their job, aspects of their job. And I have to turn their focus to that and let them understand that that, you know, you can get paid to do pretty much anything. You know this guy, you've heard of uh, Mr. Doodle? Sure. Yeah. Fifth highest paid artist in the world, living. Um, he doodles. He's just, that's what he does. A black, black and white line on everything. Um, you can get paid to do anything. If you do the work. If you focus. If you, you, you have that level of consistency. Right? And that's where we falter. That's where we falter because we don't trust ourselves, because we don't understand that our work is a gift. We don't understand that, that we are the work. 
we're the work. We're the effort that needs to be put out into the world. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, if, you know, again, if you're a bus driver or a nurse or whatever, you know, I, to go to a hospital and not have a single nurse come by and put her hand on your shoulder and say, hey, are you okay? You're going to be great. You're, you're going to do great. That's huge, right? Yeah. Um, and you don't have to be a nurse to do that or a bus driver. You can you can work at a at, at the Michael's art store as a cashier. You can be a graphic designer and 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 by not repeating memes or not following back on trends, but just being honest about your frustration or being honest about your struggle to lose weight or being honest about your your relationship problems, you know, you become a hero. You become a hero for people who can't get to that level. So now you start blogging about it. Now you start writing about it. Now you understand, oh, my God, there's an audience out there for me. I didn't know, and they didn't know. And it might start with five people. But through consistency, you build that. And then through authenticity, people get to know you as that person. You know, people expect a certain thing from me, a certain level of like, I don't know, like a badass or something, which is, which is kind of interesting. And it's nothing I, it's nothing that I have to kind of like wake up and address or, oh, okay, I gotta, I gotta, let's do something badass now. It's just like, hey, let's, I sit at a big, huge table with pens and paper and I try to make myself laugh. And if I get to that point, I think, yeah, that might be pretty good. Let's see if other people like it. You know, and I just get out there and share and build content and uh, build a reputation and build a name for yourself. So this, let's, you've captured this in a class. For the people who have been seduced to the point of taking action, I highly recommend uh, the book. Again, Feck Perfection, I've named it a couple of times. We've talked about it. I've shared it on my social feeds. A um, couple of years on, in the making now. and. Uh, been out and it's done very well. It's on my shelf with a couple of my other very favorite creative go-tos. Um, and yet now, so tell us a little about this class. This is an actual class that you yep. have recorded that you can take. Yeah, it's um, give, give us a specific. It is. Um, it's a class that I ran live because I wanted to. I wanted to recreate that classroom feeling. So we had live students, and it's give and take. Um, a lot of um, 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 personal interviews and outtakes, me talking about these big ideas that we hit throughout the whole thing. Um, um, uh, a lot of downloadables and lessons. I take I take the live class through three different abstract lessons and show them how to start dealing with. Um, these super difficult ideas. So when you get something like a commercial project, it seems like, oh my, I can do this, right? But how to actually look at the assignment or the brief and not look at it as, as what do they want? What do they want from me? But look at it as what do I have to say? What do I have to say about it? What is my commentary on this? What can I add to this? Um, um, and then show them how you can actually take these, these abstract ideas and add meaning to them because you're, 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 you're adding, you're giving from yourself, from, from your, your own opinion. You're putting your opinion into these things. Um, and what happens is 
is you can actually create ideas to, in two dimensions that have meaning for other people. We did this, Shannon and I did this at a, a corporate workshop we did in uh, Indianapolis in December, just recently, took them in like an, a, half an hour, not even like three days, but half an hour through that process of giving them these abstract assignments and then putting they, them putting them up, up on the wall and, and dollars to donuts, half of them in the crit, it was like, can you see how this can have an effect on other people? Can you see how other people can read this now and be completely freed? And they were kind of, they were kind of like, oh shit, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is you know, the this is the mojo that's missing from so many people's work, right? This is the, oh yeah, oh yeah, the, yeah. Like, and so to, I understand you film this live and. Um, again, I know the, the folks that you work with to create this in there of the very highest quality. So the, that, that you're interviewing people who are in real time, um, to me, it's seemingly like feeling you're not alone in this process is a big part of it for, because right now that's, that's so many of us we're isolated, right? We're on our phones and we got to go to the job and we come home and we have a list of shit to do mm-hmm. in order to get ready for the next day or to take care of our family or our loved ones, or even ourselves. We've got a you know to-do list or a self-care list. There's just fucking lists and stuff everywhere. And we, like, if we, at the end of the day, if we are not prioritizing ourselves, we're not prioritizing, unlocking this unused creativity yourself that's ultimately what what turns toxic yeah so you how is it just is it just enrolling in this thing is that i mean obviously i've already pointed to the book but well can you can you do something special for i want i would like people to be able to take this class because right now whether you're a corporate you work at a design firm you are your own creator you're an entrepreneur what I know about creativity is that it comes in all kinds of forms. And what I know about you as a teacher of this, not to mention your 20 years at SVA, but specifically with this, mm-hmm. um, we talked about, uh, we didn't do anything. We just talked that, that you would do something specific. We didn't get into specifics before we addressed the show. You said you'd give a, someone a code. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me what you, what, what you would specifically do if someone wants to take this? Specifically, do as in as in as in give ben- a- yeah. Just a, I want to benefit for our our community to try it. Um, yeah, well, we would specifically um, uh, give you uh, fifty dollars off the already uh, um, uh, <laughs> already in- low nine ninety nine. Check it out now. Um, yeah, we would give you a code of uh, James two three James twenty three since it's like you know. Was is that some Bible new, shit right new, there? Is a that? new year, and I just had a birthday, so uh-huh. James two three. You're 23 this year. I am. Great. I am. I know, you look I know. great. I do. I do. I am. Uh, I am eternally youthful. I thank my my mother and genetics all the time. I'm doing okay. What do, what do, they, what do they do? This they go to yourworkisagift.com. Yes, your work yourworkisagift.com, and the class is called Born Creative. Um, and uh, yeah, with that code, they will get uh, uh, 50 bucks off. And if you don't want fifty bucks off, you don't have to take it. Then just enroll. But uh, yeah, and and and, and uh, or at least see the trailer. It's the tr- the trailer is on there. The trailer um, shares a lot. Um, what we're trying to do is help people get paid to do what they love. It, to help people get paid to do what they loved. And 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 the 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 backstory to that is that is that 
in that process, you're going to free yourself. You're going to have so much more access to, you know, to, 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 to who you are, to how you, not only that, that I like drawing flowers, but how you draw flowers and how free you are with that and how good you are with expressing it and how good you are with, with showing it again and again, how brave you are and how audacious you can be. Because um, um, that's actually one of my favorite words is, you know, is, is audacity, is, you know, uh, um, bold bold why are why are you hanging in museums and other people who create similar work to you or not you know it's funny i just got asked by um um our mutual friend debbie millman to do a little to do a little who i love oh yeah. my god amazing human alert oh she's been killing it too by the way professionally it's like the, the stuff she's coming up with is just amazing um but she asked me to do something for uh, for print magazine and talk about like because i've won some you know some awards from them and they said, she said, you know, could you talk about, you know, a couple of minute video about, you know, what you've won awards for. So I did this quick little video outside and I said, hey, I'm James Victoria and I've won some print, um, a few print uh, design awards. Um, and if you ask me what I won it for, I won it for um, courage. Mm. I won it because I've allowed myself to be brave and to be bold in my work to take chances, to push myself creatively, to push my clients creatively, to push my audience so we can all do our best work. And the second question was like, and how did it make you feel? And I'm like, well, with every little recognition like that, I'm more bold. <laughs> right, there's this, there's this cycle of courage. Yeah, yeah. But cycle, gotta, cycle of audacity. Or... But you gotta take that first step. And, and for some people, here's, here's something that people can, can, take, can take away. Um, I understand that some people have um, either partners or specifically parents. I hear it's a lot of, you know, like, like people who are, you know, down the road professionally doing the do, right? Trying to do the work. Um, and I ask them about, like, tell me about your upbringing. Tell me about, they said, oh, yeah, my, you know, my parents um, paid for art school. So they supported me, but they really wanted me to be a, uh, xyz and i'm like oh wait 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 no 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 no. your parents do not support you you understand this they wanted you to do something else first they might have paid for the thing but you're carrying a level of your parents don't support you and if that's true you need to go to them and say hey this is important to me it would mean the world. It would change my trajectory if I knew that I had your support. Right? Wow. Right? They, we, need, we need to clear those things up to move forward. How much of this is based on your own personal work? Did oh, you learn that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, we ha we, we, we've got to do that. I mean, you know, my, my, my folks didn't know what I did. I mean, even, you know, they came to my first show and when I was, you know, my first show, you know, my first show um, at the MoMA. And I think, I think even then the only thing they really understood was that um, I uh, um, uh, could buy a house and have kids. <laughs> <laughs> they were so stuck in that, that thing, you know, that, you know, and it's funny because, and it's funny because, um, um, uh, just a goofy story. I like, I like sharing, like, uh, after my dad passed, um, I asked my mom, cause he like built the house we grew up in. He was an amateur photographer, an amateur chef, you know, I would think 
wildly creative. And I said, hey, mom, if I asked dad if he was creative, what would he say? She'd say, oh, no, he, no, 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 no. Um, I said, but I put it like this. Hey, mom, if I asked dad, could he figure anything out? She's like, oh, yeah, he could figure anything out. So we don't like that word creativity in art. We're afraid of it. It's, 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 it's you know, it's got uh, stuff behind it, you know? Yeah. It's got hoi polloi. Um, but you can figure anything out. That's creative. That's using your creativity. Just figuring shit out. James, how am I going to do this? Creatively, figure it out. Do it your way. Start doing shit your way. Start doing shit your way and figure out what that way is. Don't ask me. Don't put, throw away all those fucking books. Start trusting yourself. Trust, start trusting yourself. Trust, start trusting your fucking audience. They'll be there for you. And if they're not, they're not your audience. You're going to build a new one. How fucking fantastic is that? <laughs> yeah, is it a risk? Sure. Sure. But how many, you know, how many, how many, how many athletes or, or chefs or anybody playing the top of their game? Anthony Bourdain, Anthony Bourdain in, in, in Kitchen Confidential, in the, in the intro to Kitchen Confidential basically said, um, yeah, I'm never going to work in this town again. And look what fucking happened. Because he was honest and, and Kitchen Confidential was huge for me because I was reading a book. I'm like, I was just about to write my first book. And I was like, oh, my God, this guy is just he's just speaking. I can do that. <laughs> and transcribing it. I can do that. Just be yourself. People want that. People want that. People want, we want to witness great athletes. We want to witness great um, um, rock climbers and tennis stars. And people want to witness you and we have to allow them. We have to let them. Because it's, because it, because it, you know, um, there's this great, great line from a old, old jazz song and it says, uh, 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 it says, uh, um, mama, you got to let that boy boogie woogie because it's in him and it's got to come out. <laughs> 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 friend i cannot wait to spend some more time with you the next time i'm down in austin you know, I'm the tech you. i was yeah i was i was laid up when you were here last time i'm sorry about that you were that's okay that's okay until next time uh i would like to just remind folks that the boogie woogie is inside them <laughs> and we need to find a way to let it out tell us again where uh, thanks again for the kind gesture with the course so go to your work is a gift your work is a gift.com yeah James 23, you don't have to put in the code. Uh, just go there and check it out. And James 23, if you want some, some upside, some, I don't know, 50 bucks or something, you said 50 bucks off. That's very generous of you. Thank you. Um, I've already spat it off a few times. Feck Perfection is a great introduction to James and his work. Um, and again, I, I know you as uh, a person who has boldly gone where most designers are afraid to go. Thank you for your messy writing. Uh, your poster class is one of my favorites ever at Creative Live. Um, and thank you for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Anytime you put something out in the world, I would love to have you back. You're an inspiration. And I think you, there's some, this nugget of courage in there is, um, that's what we're all needing a little bit more we, of. We all want it. And we, but, but the thing is, we all, we, we all, we all, 
have it. We just have to allow it. And we're, so, and we're so afraid of what's going to happen. And guess what's going to happen? Nothing. Fucking nothing. <laughs> it's true. It's true. What's the other, um, you know, Andy Warhol is like, you stop judging your work, let other people do that. And even while they're doing it, what your job is just to go make more work. Yeah. Just keep going. Please, I beg you, keep going. Thank you for being you. Uh, congrats on the work you're doing with Shannon. It's really cool to see the stride you guys Thank are getting. Um, the new course. Uh, I can't believe you rebranded your entire human. Now, James Victoria Ghost, I'm just doing it on my computer here. Your work is a gift. Your work is a gift, folks. Uh, from gift. yours truly, Mr. James Victoria, the one and only. Um, please, I encourage you to get familiar with his work if you're not already. Thank you for uh, sharing your work today, by the way, my good friend. And until next time, we can hang out in Austin, Texas. Uh, from those folks, myself, uh, we all, James and I bid you out there, listeners, adieu. All right. Hey, before you go, thanks so much for listening. And if you got value from this show, chances are your community will too, right? In the particular lies the universal. Please share this link to the show with a friend or mention the show on social. That is a huge benefit for us in hopefully in exchange for providing value to you. I want you to know that I really appreciate your time, the attention, anything that you give to the show and the questions that you ask our guests either on social media or through my text community. All of that is pure gold. This community, like any community, is a testament to that old phrase, a rising tide floats all boats. And by elevating one another, by sharing and resharing this show, the tidbits that you learn and the experiences you take away, all of that has a collective, massive, positive impact on the world. So just a quick thank you. I appreciate all the effort you put into sharing this show. All right, that's a wrap. Let's put today's episode into practice and get back to growing together. <music>